Welcome back, true believers, to another episode of the Not Funny Guys presents Off the Reels, the internet's number one podcast on public library recommendations on genetic manipulation and population building. This is episode 89, and today we're excited to talk to you, the listener, about the MCU's Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now, in this episode, we're willing to ask all the tough questions, like, what is a Zagnut, and where can I get it? Also, Disney, why don't you sell Zagnuts on the Guardians of the Galaxy ride? These are important questions. We want to know, so we'll ask them. He did, because we are your favorite ne'er-do-wells, the Not Funny Guys. I am your host, Casey the Cake Franklin, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, the other members of the Not Funny Guys, Dr. John Fly-By-Night Evans and Eric, I'm trapped in an attic, line barger. With all that out of the way, we'd like to remind you that if it doesn't say Not Funny Guys, then you're probably listening to a Christmas podcast right now, and we would like to say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. To all of you out there and um, to our French listeners, um, we would like to say we prefer French wine over California wine. So I prefer Spanish wine. Hey, Casey, Casey, how how do you say pecan? Do you say pecan or pecan? I'm going to have to kill you. It's not pecan. No one says pecan. People either well, say no one says Zagnut. They say Zognut. Gosh, darn it, man. I'm pretty sure he the um, Mantis calls it Zagnuts. Yeah. And tracks ate them all. And I do really, I'm serious. Call them zog nuts, actually. But yeah, when I was when I was doing the ride at Disney a couple weeks ago, I was like, I got off the ride, and I'm like, I'm gonna go into the shop, and they're gonna sell these. (laughs) I'm thinking they're gonna sell these, and they're not there. Yeah, but what the fuck? Why can't you just sell me some fucking pecans or peanuts or something, and just say that there's zog nuts? Hey, so here's the here's the other issue. Oh, Eric, you know where he can get those, right? At Bucky's. <laughs> yeah, Bucky's. Fuck a bunch of Bucky's. <laughs> Bucky's is trash. I want you to know, on the trash. way from Northern Virginia to Northern Georgia, I stopped at two Bucky's. Trash. <laughs> I hit them all. Everything on the way. Eats Every time all the you way. Hit, wait, did you go? Did you go to the, the one? You know, you were you were off I ninety five by that point. Never mind. So no, you no, no I wasn't on ninety five at all. I was okay, on. Yeah, never mind. You would have gone to the one he went to. Yeah. So there was one in Tennessee and one in Rome, Georgia. I forget where the one is. Uh, the one in oh, Tennessee. Oh, really? There's one in Rome right now? In okay. Yeah. Okay. My All my right. kids are my kids want to know when we're stopping at one on the way back to my parents. No. You got to. You got no. to. Fuck a bunch of buckies. Fuck a bunch of buckies. All that jerky, all that sliced brisket sandwich. Nom, 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 nom. And if you see Bucky, <laughs> fuck a Bucky. I really want the uh, six foot Bucky's uh, Christmas uh, lawn inflatable. <laughs> I thought I I thought Bucky was a little bit taller than six foot. Is he? Is he just? No, Bucky. He's he's five foot nine. Eric, but don't Eric, talk we about need it. we he's need to get a picture. We need to get a picture of Casey, and we need to superimpose him next to one of those statues of Bucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and me. That's what we'll do. We'll do the yeah. superimpose with him this time. <laughs> we'll meet at a Bucky's. <laughs> Fuck Bucky's. But you know what we need to do. We need to superimpose. Him. Right. He'll stand behind the Bucky. Oh no, he'll be right in front of Bucky getting his Bucky butt. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the I Hate Bucky's podcast. And on today's exciting welcome to the episode, I Love Bucky's podcast. We're going to talk about how Eric lost at trivia because he was at Bucky's getting his Bucky bucked. I did get my Bucky bucked at Bucky's. <laughs> I did not. I wish. <laughs> 
Oh man, that would that that and the brisket, call it a day. <laughs> we did lose a trivia though, came in third. Oh. I know you did. Which is where we wanted to be, actually, because we got a free glass. Or did I'm we? Sure. We got a free glass. Were we supposed to get a free glass? <laughs> well, you this week have been traveling. John, what have you done this week? Work on a book, watch my kids since they're out of school now. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, I did go see the Christmas lights in, in Columbia over by the stadium yeah. tonight. So that was nice. nice. That sounds like Christmas lights. I do. No, it. yeah, they have a little drive-through thing where yeah, you just kind of weave through. Yeah, that's, that's fun. We've been, I think, we've been there like every year since we moved into Gaston. So we've been doing it since 2018. Every year, the, the trick for those places because they're always super crowded. You know, especially as you get closer to Christmas. I have avoided the them week somehow. after Christmas. Like, in that, well, the thing that, is, they like, close the day after Duck Week. Oh, so the I, they, they don't. They don't have. They have it open from a certain time. But if you go during a weekday, no. normally I go during a weekday. But even to even when we went tonight and it was Saturday night, it wasn't too terribly bad. But I think there was I one just, in I Chicago I tried to go to, and it was horrible. It was never going to work. Oh, Casey's looking at Polar Express now. We've been wanting to. We've been wanting to do um, the oh, Cape Cod Polar Express. Oh, God, um, but we haven't. <laughs> get, we haven't get been able stared to, at dead eyed by it, a Tom Hanks. To... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This one they actually have. It's you go, drive. Well, first we'd have to do the twelve hour drive down to Cape Cod, even though it's only like thirty miles away. Um, traffic as a crow, as a crow flies. Jesus, God, it's not, it's not July 4th weekend. <laughs> yeah. Then you get on this train, <laughs> you get on the train and then it's an hour and a half train ride. Um, Jesus. I actually don't know where it drops you off. It might just be a circle. Um, but you get on it, they give so, you a and see the lights and stuff. <laughs> That'd be great if it's not a circle. It just drops you off at like the, the fucking like province town. Like, Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> You like loaded up in Falmouth, you get off of Provincetown, they're like, all right, two hours back, bitches. See ya. <laughs> the bears will help you get home. Just hide the bear and ask. You can rest at the dunes. <laughs> Avoid the polar bears if you see them. If you go to the dunes, are you gonna find a dead body? Uh, in Cape Cod, you'll find that. a lot. <laughs> uh we've that's what we've been wanting to do, but we haven't we didn't do it this year. Um our um week what the fuck did i do this week it was a very busy Jeez, week i don't know uh, i think all i did was watch netflix uh marvel stuff we have family in town so i was like every day going over and seeing Wait, family netflix marvel stuff casey what show is that gonna be on N- netflix no I, what, what of our podcast Jeez, we host a show too you know Oh, we do host the show. Wait a minute, are we on the show right now? We're on the are show we, right now. Bucky's for some strange reason. Um, we'll get to it. I don't know when. Come on, uh, Buck Nuts, let's do this. I'm close. <laughs> I got one show left. So if I get done with it, we can talk about it next week. All right. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, that was kind of my week. It was a very slow week because family's in town. John's week was um slow. He has family in town, and Eric's week was slow because he's with family. I'm in town with so. family. <laughs> we're all with, where we're I will be next week. How are we feeling about this uh, whole family shit? By the way, <laughs> I think, I think we're <laughs> all in. What the fuck? Highly overrated. Highly overrated. It's um, it's fun. It's fun. It is fun. You know what else is fun? News. You want to know something? A fun thing that happened. There was a Marvel schedule that came out. 
What? Yeah, so let me pull How it up. Did I miss quick. this? This is why I do this I podcast to get my news. This is why you miss it. So let me tell you, uh, Marvel sent out a list of all the stuff filming and streaming that's going to come out in 2024. Um, so we're going to get on January 10th very soon. Echo, remember, yeah. that is all dropping at one time. And they're oh, saying, God, I'm so most, excited. The most, in, um, I think they phrase it as the most intense Marvel show to date. Um, Even, wait, uh, MCU Marvel show? Yes, or more intense we're considering than Netflix. It's supposed to be very in line with the first Netflix. season of Daredevil nice. um, violence. Um, but it'll be. I'm MCU looking forward to violence. Agatha. Ooh. Yep. So then we get um, the first Omen. Um, Kingdom of the Planet. What is of the wait, Apes wait, what is the there? first omen? Don't just jump over that. What is the first omen? It's a prequel to the omen. Oh, that movie. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I know. That's why I glossed over it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes will be in May, Inside Out 2 in June. Um, whatever they're going to call Deadpool um, will be three. in July. Deadpool 3, just call it Deadpool 3. Yeah, but you know, yeah. it's going to be something weird. If it's smart, it'll be Deadpool kills the multiverse. Or Deadpool versus the multiverse, if they're smart, but they're not smart, so it'll be Deadpool three. Um, <laughs> in August, we'll have the Alien movie. Wait, why does um, it say Alien event movie? What does that mean? Because they haven't decided how they want to do it yet. It was originally <laughs> going to be like a TV. It, it was going to be a it's, TV. It, clock event. is ticking. <laughs> you, yes. you, you announced the launch. Clock is ticking. The only thing we <laughs> know is months. it will it will be taking place. In between Alien and Aliens, in that that gap when she's like cryogenically asleep, or maybe it's Aliens and Alien Three, hundreds of years later. One, yeah, it's like in the gap. So she's not part of it, obviously. No, she will not be part of it, and it'll be the first time the alien um, goes to Earth. I know, I know. I look forward to seeing how this is going to work out. Wait, didn't Alien versus Predator happen like in the past at one point? But we're pretending those didn't happen. (laughs) So. aren't we all yeah. <laughs> um then we're gonna get um agatha in yeah. the fall the rumor what i've seen being reported is they've changed the name again from dark hole diaries to agatha all along would be <laughs> the name of the show huh so i don't if, like that at all we'll see we'll see what yeah. it actually ends up we'll being see. We'll see. it could just be agatha by the end of it probably some movie called The Amateur, which I don't know what that one is, and then Mufasa, The Lion King. Is is um Danny Glover coming back? Because he's too old for this shit. Um, <laughs> I believe um this one will be a prequel. Oh, because oh, Mufasa, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, you yeah. yeah, um, so yeah. that'll be in December. Um, things that we don't know about yet. I do know that have... John Oliver has not been contacted for it yet because I was listening to their podcast, Strike Force Five. Oh, I need to listen to that. That was that was my drive down. It was really good. I, nice. I recommend it. Um, things that don't have dates yet: Eyes of Wakanda, the show that we actually just learned about that we didn't know. That will be an animated what? series that will focus on different Black Panthers through Wakandan history. Wow! So from the first Black Panther through, I'd love a show Wakanda. all about um um the the Dormilaji. I would too. I would too. Like, um, give us a good like mash or war, you know, kind of story in general about about. Oh, that'd be fun. Modern, yeah, we'll also be getting Star Wars: The Acolyte, um, which is a live action show. Star Wars: Bad Batch season three, which I actually need to watch season one and two. Star Wars: Sel- Skeleton Crew, I believe that's the one with Jude Law. I think is Skeleton Crew. Um, Star Wars: Tales of the Jedi season two. Those were shorts, I believe. X-Men 97, which will be a sequel to the original Fox cartoon. 
Um, and if you want a prequel to know what happened in the, between the last episode of that and the new episodes of this, there will be a four-issue run um, of X-Men 97 in comic Ooh, book stores. Nice. And then friendly, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, um, which was originally supposed to be like a prequel to Peter Parker, like the Spider-Man we've seen, but now it sounds like it's its own standalone thing, so I have no idea what's going Animated? on with that. Animated. Okay. Um, Wait, so do I we look... know what the Acolyte is at all? That Star Wars going back a little bit? Star Wars the Acolyte? Um, I can't remember because there's like four or five. I think it's supposed to be like a dark Star Wars show. Hmm. Um, I don't think that's the one that's supposed to be back in the High Republic. Um, what cool I... It's like a Darth Maul origin story. It's, definitely... it's the final days of the High Republic. Hmm. Is that what that one is? Did you mm-hmm. just look it up? Thank you. Yeah, I knew there was one that was going to be the High Republic. Um, so then the, there is another one that is following like a villain that I just don't remember the name of that one because there was like three shows. Um, Skeleton Crew, I'm looking forward to though because that one's got Jude Law. What's that about? Uh, Any idea? A bunch of kids who were trying to get away from bad guys. From Jude Law? <laughs> no, I believe mean, he's the hero. The, of the new show. Pope. Oh, God. Get away, kids. Get oh, away. my God. <laughs> no! <laughs> Um, so that's that's fine. Um, what do you think of those movies? Are there any of those you're excited to see? I want to see yeah. Agatha, honestly. Yeah. And I'm Agatha. Let me I'm rephrase excited this. for Echo. Are there any that you are excited to see that aren't Marvel or Star Wars? <sighs> uh... <laughs> I'll narrow this down really quickly. Yeah, right. Well, that isn't Marvel and Star Wars. There's only like three on here. <laughs> well, uh, Omen, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, Inside Out. Alien and whatever the hell this amateur movie is, or Mufasa. I don't know that I'm up to date with the most recent Planet of the Apes before this one, so I don't know if I can. But I actually, actually, Inside Out two, I'm curious about. I really enjoy Inside Out one, so I, I, I love typically what Pixar does. You know, uh-huh. even if even when they bomb, they do a pretty good job at it. So, um, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm, I'd be fine with seeing that. I'll, I'll be curious to see how that goes. Hopefully, it's not just like a cash grab feel for like you know, um. The, the emotions. I'm sure it will be. I do I'm know that sure Lewis Black is back. He's already he's already mentioned that. Yeah, I, I've heard that John Stewart, John, um, John Oliver. I think I said that already, right? Not not for Lion King. Yeah, not for Lion King. The um there's two Mindy Kaling is not back. And um the one who was Barry. I can't think of his name now. Um who was Barry? Oh, is that John um it's Bill Hader, right? Bill, Bill Hader. Hader. Yeah. Those two yeah, are not, not coming, coming back. back. Yeah. They are not coming back. I am the That's most like an easy paycheck. Why not? You know? Because sometimes people don't want to just do a cash wrap. Yes. That would be one. Everyone uh, needs cash at some point. The one I'm honestly the most excited for is the Alien Event movie because it's being written by Noah Hawley and directed by Noah Hawley. And I really like Noah Hawley. And it's got Timothy um, Oliphant in it, um, and Timothy a bunch Oliphant of other people. It's pretty good, so that, that's hard to not want to see a Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, Noah Hawley, you would recognize. He did um, the Fargo TV series. He did the Legion TV series. Um, he did something called Lucy in the Sky, which is familiar, but I can't remember what. Um, he did some episodes of Bones. He's done a bunch of um, things. Cool. So a lot of stuff I haven't seen. Yeah, a lot of stuff you haven't seen. He's good. I like him. I, I highly recommend um, Fargo if you haven't watched Fargo. Let's do another um, little news story. Another little news story. Here it is. Boom. 
apparently Mad Mickelson is um, in discussions with Marvel to come back and play another role that's not Cassilius. And I like the speculation that is he playing Doctor Doom? Oh God, he'd be perfect. Him he would be with well, well played, especially with um, Daddy Reed. So <laughs> I would, I would love to. It oh, would be great if you could stretch easily... me, Reed. Stretch me. <laughs> <laughs> you could easily have him be back because we never need to see his face. Just let us yeah. have the voice. Can yeah, he do so, as well mask work as Hugo Weaving and um, darn what's his name? But you know that he wouldn't really well, be there. On well, the here's set, a good here's likely. a good question. Here's a good question for I mean this is all seriousness for when they do bring in Doctor Doom. We know it's coming. Oh yeah, it's hundred percent coming now. Is are they going to do any sort of origin of Doctor Doom, or are they just going to show him up in the mask and move on from there? They, I'm sure they would do something without him with the mask. At some point, especially if this was a real rumor, if this rumor pans out and Mads does get there, I'm sure there will be something. I don't know. We'll think see. about it. I mean, think of the Mandalorian and you have, um, you know, uh, daddy there. Right. There's like one thirty, like 30 second scene of him without his mask. I mean, they would totally do a scene without him wearing his mask once or twice, because even in the comics, there's shots of him without he's where you mm-hmm. see the scars. No, okay. But I I bet you they would do one or two like scenes, like a flashback of how him and Reed know each other. It's mm. just what will it be? The um, we should learn the casting of that soon because I believe they start filming in like two weeks. He's got it's like two or three so weeks the thing, that though. they start filming Fantastic Four. Mads Mickelson has a very recognizable face, right? It's very unique in that way. And so, mm-hmm. can they get away with essentially using the same actor in two different, pretty major roles? Like, I mean, he was the big bad right of the first doctor strange so it's not like he's just a throwaway background character in that you could with we don't know what universe like what like um yeah what universe they're in mm-hmm. um we don't know like what are they going to do if they just use him as a voice cuz you could mm-hmm. do that where he's just the voice um there's there are ways out of it to, to do it also people probably would just be like all right cool because um uh, what's her name is in two Marvel roles. Um, oh, she's in. Now I can't think of her name. Well, who she plays the other one? I know she's in Captain Marvel. She plays a Cree. Um, oh, she's in Eternals. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Gemma, what's her name? Yeah, she plays two, and they all they did for her Cree is they just made her blue. So mm-hmm. you could, with that, you could easily. I mean, most people probably forget that Mads Mikkelsen was. I guess you know, also if you place. scarred him up a lot, you know, to your to your point about the scars, maybe mm-hmm. you could argue it's a completely you know different person then. Yeah, because he had he had pretty sunken eyes throughout the whole movie of uh, Doctor Strange. That happened early. Yeah, and I I mean I think mm-hmm. that this seems like it'd be a reasonable thing they're going to do. Like I said, if it's true, we're going to find out really soon. Because they start filming really quick, so they're going to have to tell us who the other members of the Fantastic Four are. Um, so I feel we'll find great. out. He really would be great. Would he be would be great. great. And I never considered him because I'm like, oh, but he's already played someone. Mm-hmm. But I would work, especially with the age of what Reed is. Like it makes yeah. sense that yeah. this would be. It does. The rumors are the the basic plot for um, Fantastic Four is it's going to deal with black holes, and that would be how they're jumping multiverses. I mean, because of Black please tell me they charted in the 60s. I Speaking. hope so. I really hope <laughs> it that really it should be set in the 60s because they charted then, right? Yeah. 
that would be that's the hope all right let's see what else do we got um, i feel like there's something to do with the kind of big bad of the current saga if you will a whole dynasty built around this one news story all right if you want to get into <laughs> well i want to get into the discussion we... i want to get the discussion all right. well we can tie this into john's favorite topic also um okay so john don't worry you'll see where this is going in a moment um so <laughs> I'm already worried we <laughs> as you should be between our last recordings um jonathan majors was found guilty um we will he will get his sentencing in february i think it's february 6th um he could spend up to a year in jail he will um, surely appeal he, he will certainly appeal um marvel it's immediately settled yada 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 Marvel let go, let him go from his contract within like three hours, right? Yeah. <laughs> and look, the I, fact that they didn't just jettison him to admit first begin with is kind of impressive. I mean, they stuck it out. Yeah, yeah they were, they were, well, they were playing the long game because if they, if he had been found innocent, they would have been the only people who still had him under contract because mm-hmm. everyone else had dropped him. So, uh, we'll see what's going to happen. Um, I know I can almost guarantee the second he was found guilty someone's agent was getting a phone call offering them the role of king there's no way around that someone got a phone call um you shared that article and i actually the last two options do we want to talk about them because i thought both of them and the way they pitched them were really cool like i I don't understand why are we ignoring the john krasinski (laughs) which i assume (laughs) is the one that you didn't like I know it, it's a joke, but I I would oh don't please don't I mean, do that one. I know I was I was just gonna say like that that would be like the okay, worst. Okay, oh, Ryan Gosling. No. That's not what I meant to click on. Sorry. Or, or the blackface Robert Downey Jr. from Tropical Thunder. Those are all <laughs> terrible jokes. Um, Stop being it, funny after the first two encounters. Oh, this is the one I meant to click on. It's Sorry, still I clicked going, on the wrong though. one. It's still going. Um, Leslie Odom would be good. I My wife thought Leslie that was a good Odom. call. Coleman, uh, Domingo, yeah, um, don't know him well enough. Damson Idris, this is the Same, one I've heard lots of rumors. Are you that he I would like the Denzel be. Washington or his son. I, that's um, what I like. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, then so you know what you I like do? the idea of young cast and both old. of them. Yeah, yeah cast both of them. I liked. I liked that a lot. Yeah, I mean, I don't I see like David. I also like. I like David. I like him as an actor. I just don't see him as king. Like Denzel Washington yeah, or would... John David Washington, I kind of like the idea of both of them. And how great! I'm, I I wonder would Denzel want to act with his son? I don't know if John would want to act with his son for that matter, but it would be really great to see them as a young and old. You could have all those flashbacks, and you could really play into the different yeah, incarnations mean... of him being older, exactly. younger, exactly like that. Like D- John yeah. David Washington could be the Nathaniel Richards mm-hmm. Iron Lad. We could yeah. do Iron Lad Ooh. with him, and then you oh, and then he could be like a good because John David yeah, Washington is a great exactly. Actor yeah, you have him playing the good. By the way, I need to see Creator. I really do want to see it. I've heard people trash talking it. I still want to see it. So, it's on Max it. now, I believe. I believe I saw it. It's either on Max or on Hulu. Someone too. Um, I'm okay with ballers. any of these. Oh, on ballers. The only the only one I think I wouldn't like if we skip. I'm Krasinski, obviously. Um, <laughs> Coleman. Probably, I just don't know him well live. enough. But that might be a good thing, right? It might be good to cast an unknown. I mean, Jonathan Majors wasn't terribly well known when they cast him. Yeah, but he had some major. True. Parts. 
Leslie Odom, I love Leslie Odom. I just don't see him in this one role. He's too suave. He he needs to be something I, else. Yeah, I think that's why I don't think he would work this. But he's really good in um uh, Exorcist. So. so we'll see what's going to happen with it. Um, it's like David Diggs. He's, but, got, he's so, got too good of an energy to waste on King. But I don't know, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So they... They've they've gotten Kang is he has been let go from Marvel, so we will see what happens. Does this they mean the universe is plan. over? It's going to implode. They should just reset everything. <laughs> we know absolutely who about. it means absolutely it's resetting. In fact, I heard that um, they're just going to let Zack Snyder come in and revamp the MCU. Uh, yeah, that would be the so end of me watching anything. They they will certainly do something X-Men. I, I don't think they would just leave <laughs> king i don't think they would leave king out of it um i think they'll tie king somehow but th- it does make sense to pivot to doom you could easily do it mm. um or just recast king you could technically do that as well that would solve your problem but then everyone um, will know I, that marvel was floundering and they had I, to pivot i know i know there's no way you, you know what okay small soapbox tangent <laughs> all the people who get pissy with marvel doom and gloom can go fuck themselves i'm sorry i said it i don't understand why people will like message you or just tell you hey you like something and therefore you suck because that movie sucks well you know what i don't care I, if i like a movie i like a movie and um it doesn't matter what you say and marvel's not going anywhere marvel's got plenty of storylines they are not they're not you know dying people didn't like thor dark world and look what you loved in game so who cares they're going to do what they do and we're going to like their stuff either you like eternals or you don't like eternals you like shang chi you don't like shang chi you like the marvels or you don't who cares let people enjoy it marvel's going to be fine you know the best way to get into air to run downstairs and play that for somebody yeah. You know the yeah. best way to get into uh, the nuance of uh of what's good and bad in Marvel is record a year-long podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do that as well. Um speaking of which folks, that... real quickly, the stuff coming from this podcast is resulting in an academic presentation I'm doing now. So I have been accepted Ooh, for that. We're a fancy yeah. podcast. Man. I know. Yeah. I love we look not forward, the reels. We look forward to our uh, plane tickets to come and uh, do a presentation with you. Exactly. A live I'm, recording. I'm taking the train, uh, so uh, we'll take a train. Where's it at? Yeah. Where's it at again? Chicago. Yeah. Oh, we should meet up. Do a Chicago we, we, we Chicago live show. Take Chicago. Um, I, I do want to say I have there's one rumor that I was starting to see float. Um, that I find really fascinating and I think they could do it and it would work really well. Um, And I just had a wild thought. Oh, John's going to be like, that's a horrible idea, but I'm going to say my wild thought. Okay. One thing I've seen is they would actually do before Secret Wars, it would be AVX. So it'd be AVX and then Secret Wars because of what happens in another movie, you could bring things in and then do like this incursion thing. But here's my wild theory. What if it's all onslaught? I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> Save that for the after the reboot, okay? Oh, so, so folks, for those of you who don't know, I ABX is Avengers so versus X Men. Just yeah. for those that are initiated. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. 
be kind of neat, actually. I know it could be kind of fun. That's what it looks like they're getting ready to do. Also, in seeing that um, Thunderbolts will be Marvel, well, uh, what we would think of as MCU official MCU. Yes, Deadpool is part of the MCU. Deadpool will come out first, um, but that Thunderbolts would be the first like true like R-rated MCU thing that was being built up from regular MCU stuff. So. I don't know. I, I'm going to disagree because I think Deadpool 3 is going to firmly plant itself in the MCU. It, like He's going to have fun with it. He's going to say, yep, here we are. Well, absolutely and, he will. But I'm just saying like of what we've already seen since he's coming from another world. Into oh, you mean this characters one? we've already met in the MCU. Yes, stuff that was like true oh, right, 100% MCU leading into Deadpool's forcing his way in. If he does, okay, if he doesn't when he makes his entrance into the MC, when he breaks the fourth wall in, if he doesn't fucking Kool-Aid man it, <laughs> then Ryan Riddles has failed. I want to see him just burst through like a movie or, screen into Iger's office and be like, oh yeah. Oh. Or if like he tries to talk to the screen and like She-Hulk comes in and is like, I've already covered this base in the MCU. You're good. That would be great. <laughs> oh, Ryan Riddles needs to find Kevin and beat Kevin up. Or reprogram Kevin. And that's how he gets brought into the yeah. Kevin, the, I just want to say no, uh, not Casey no. does not speak for the entire not funny guys. I'm uh, talking about K E V I N Kevin. <laughs> oh, not no. I I mean K E V I N. Casey does not speak for the entire <laughs> not funny guys. <laughs> I would be happy to be on any of your shows that you're planning. Uh I would love to be on any of those. Um let's see one other quick one. Um a very excuse me, another very quick little hit. Um, I went and saw a movie this week, and um, yeah, it looks like it's gonna only make thirty big, million dollars. Big awesome movie. A big awesome tax write-off. It's <laughs> totally what this is about to be. Um, so I did see Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Um, I've been trying to debate on where I think it fits. Is it the worst of the Snyder movies? Because this is the end of the Snyderverse. This is effectively ends the last one of them. Is it the worst? I actually. I don't know if I would say it's the worst. It's definitely low tier. Um, <laughs> and a funny, I was before I went and saw it, I um, was somewhere and um, someone um, who I tangentially know was like, you know, even shirtless, wet Jason Momoa can't get me to see this movie. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So. Um, also, he's only like shirtless one scene in this movie, and um, he is not wet as much as you would think, except well, for my piss. And Amber <laughs> Heard's involved in that, oh. which is very weird. And you think I'm joking, but you're going to watch the movie one day on an airplane and be like, shit, he was right. Amber Heard pisses on Jason Momoa. Oh, that's another one that I found out my, uh, my cellular oh. love hates, by the way, for all the, oh. all the wrong reasons. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, and then um, that also, I wanted to do the one that where this kind of goes. Oh, I got to We got to mention that too. All right, real quick. This is a very fast one. Um, Vin Diesel has been accused of sexual battery and um an assault by a former assistant. Um, the story's kind of harrowing if you read the whole details. It it is, and I the same. I'm going to say the same thing I said when the Jonathan Major stuff happened. Let's let the investigation happen. Let's listen to her side. Let's do an honest investigation, find out what happened, and then move forward. If he did do what is alleged, then the repercussions will be what the repercussions will be. 
Um, but let's let's get through it and find out. Um, so, hey, can I, Eric? Just... We may not get eleven. <laughs> it might be wildly different than where I was about to say. This could get. This could get. Well, ooh, ooh, could you imagine? What if? So, first of all, you're right. Ends, they actually could. It oh. ends in a way that they could just cut it and cut him out right there. It does. And so they could say, cool, you're out. And then Momoa comes in as the big fucking vehicle at that point. And it's like a whole different point of view. <laughs> oh, so what you're saying is we probably are still getting 11. And, and when you do that, guess who comes back and weeds the fucking good guys? Oh, if 11 is just the rock. Oh, he, he already he got called back into action at the end of 10. All right. All right. Boy you got me excited now. But in, in, <laughs> you know what's in, happened now. But in serious in and in seriousness, though, in this situation, um, it is an awful situation. Um, Especially for her. I, yes, good for her for going through with this lawsuit, bringing this up, bringing it up to attention. Um, let's let's do the investigation. Let's find out. Now, I was having a conversation that where this could go. Um, in the event we do find out this is a situation where they actually had had a relationship, and then. When they broke up, he had her fired in a quid pro quo situation. My hope is that Hollywood would change the things because as far as I know, Hollywood does not have those same type of um, things like normal businesses do. If you can't date a coworker, if you do, you have to tell HR um, and Hollywood should be fixed on that a little bit. Well, that's not the so, story I um, read in terms of why she was. No, 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 it is not. Okay. I'm saying, okay. but if it if that's what an investigation okay. came out and said, that they were having a relationship and it went, you know, horribly um, at the end. And then it was a quid pro quo firing, but it is a, it is a horrible situation. And I do honestly want the investigation to happen. Let's let it be a fair investigation for both sides, figure out the truth and then deal with the truth there. Just like so we did with Jonathan majors. We that speculated the new Kang. Do we speculate the new group? It's a perfect anybody. episode to do so. <laughs> no, but how about we speculate about what's going, what Zasloff will do when he gets his hands on Star Trek? Yeah, oh. so there have been talks that... Wait, did we uh, talk about that story, or was that the, also one more story? That was the segue. One more rumor. That was the segue. This was not a rumor. It's been confirmed that the conversations oh, have happened. Oh, shit. But it's a, will it actually happen? There would be lots of take. But um, Paramount and Warner Brothers Discovery could merge um we will have to see what happens there would be a lots of legal red tape governmental red tape that would have to happen before they um would go through um but if they do it would be a huge powerhouse like um, and it would, it would own, be it would own half of hollywood at that point you would have cartoon and Network disney and would own the other half there's no other halves at that point well you'd have cartoon network and nickelodeon under the same roof um, yeah. What I was seeing is that they would take the news divisions and spin them off, um, which you would have to start spinning some stuff off if you were going to do that. Um, if, if you this if it happened, you would have that conglomerate. You would have Disney owning based Disney and Fox. All you would really be left with would be um, NBC Universal, so that'd be Peacock. Netflix would be its own thing. Amazon would be its own thing, and that's pretty much it. Those would be your. You'd have four Disney, Disney NBC. Hulu is one Disney Disney Hulu slash right. Fox. Disney, so that's one. NBC, Netflix, 
and max or max plus paramount i don't know whatever you call it you can think of a max max paramount, amount cbs <laughs> um yeah so cbs to the max so anyway that's what it would uh be i really wanted though somehow warner brothers to buy peacock so we could just have max cock that's what i wanted but i didn't get it. i'm I still wish. waiting for peacock to have the cojones to shorten their name <laughs> their move p i'm watching p. <laughs> well it's either p or cock <laughs> max cock is better or cock plus <laughs> Remember, i'm making a note to make sure i really hit the content for this episode i mean just to be fair peacock alone kind of goes crazy if you really dig into it, it only does. if tracy jordan is doing it as a bad promo on 30 rock <laughs> or if it involves aquaman apparently or if it involves aquaman <laughs> all right so um here we go. Are we ready to talk about Sim and see you? Oh, shit. Are we ready? Get now, is that I what want... we do? Is that what I'm... we do on this show? It, it is what we do, but I'm going to throw a tiny little curveball for two seconds before we do it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we're only 37 minutes in. I know it feels like a lot longer, but really, it's only been, 30... <laughs> it's only been 37 minutes. Um, and you've listened to us this far. I want to give you a reward. It is your Christmas reward, because um, hopefully this will be up by on Christmas Day. Um, so here it is. It Merry Christmas to all of our listeners, especially all of our listeners in France. We appreciate you. Um, here, I promised you at the end of last podcast, we would tell you what the next uh, little segment or the next little yes, um, yeah. block of films will be. So I'm going to tell you now. <clears throat> we are going to do a Scarlett Johansson block. Huzzah! We're going to do three um, different movies. Wait, uh, wait. Do we want to tell people how we got to Scarlett Johansson? I was going to do that. It's right not just us being movies. like, oh, Scarlett. Well, it was, but I no, mean, it was no. John being that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, so here, here are the three movies we're going to do in the order we will do them. It'll be one a week, not all three at once. That would oh, be horrific. So Why would we do that? Uh, <laughs> we are going to do Prestige first, um, and then we will do We Bought a Zoo. Um, we Bought a Zoo can be found on Disney Plus. Lost in Translation will be our third one. Um, next week, I'll tell you where you can find Prestige. Spoiler alert: You're pretty much going to have to rent it or buy it. Um, but I'm going to do a double check and make sure it's not on some streaming service. Oh, I didn't know nice. about like Voodoo or Fubu or Tubi. whatever or the cock. Um, but we'll figure out where it's at. Why are you That's telling the next week? You still have two episodes left. I know. So sorry, two episodes. Like when we start up again. Um, well, no, next week is when I'll tell you where you can find Prestige. Okay. Um, anyway, how we came up to this really fast, as Eric said, <laughs> um, we all picked a director and we all picked an actor. I'm not going to tell you what they were. Except for obviously Scarlett Johansson one. Um, so we picked a director, we picked an actor, we assigned them a number one through six. I rolled a D6, and whatever it was is what we got. And we each picked one movie from that person's um, catalog. So that's what we will do for when we need to do some little fill-ins. After that, um, we've already got plans, and we'll tell you what that is when we get to Lost in Translation. You will find out what the next franchise is after that. If we don't roll so, the die again. No, we're not going to roll the die. We're going to do it. Hey, uh, by the way, looking up on Just Watch, which is what yeah. I use to check, yeah. the Prestige, as of right now, can be found on Paramount+. Plus. Oh, perfect. There we go. Until Zasloff buys it, you can watch Prestige <laughs> on Paramount+. Plus. Um, so look forward to that. It's going to be exciting. Um, I'm, I, for one, am excited for a change of pace and change of, our, of uh, what we're watching franchise-wise. So. Prestige is so good, too. 
it is so good. I haven't watched it in forever. I've never seen yeah, We Bought a Zoo, though. Same. Neither um, have I. I picked it. So, my my wife thought that it was a movie about um, concentration camps. Odd. Oh, my God. That's wrong in so <laughs> many ways. <laughs> it's something wow. about it's something to do about a about a book and uh, um and like, racism and bigotry. No, no, it, <laughs> no. It's supposed to be like, if I remember correctly, it was like buying a zoo and then using that to help get Jews out of Nazi Germany. It was like no, supposed to be that, like this. It's not that one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, clearly it's not that one. Uh, but she had like the whole plot, and she's like telling me the actors oh, in it, and I'm yeah. like, no. This is on Disney Plus. I'm pretty sure this is about literally buying a zoo. Uh, so, anyhow. Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be doing uh, we, uh, Prestige coming up soon. All right. Let's talk about some MCU stuff, shall we? I would love to. All right. Just closing those things. All right. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Um, we're going to do that one first because it is actually the first one um, of this thing. Hey, so, I, I guess a new that... actor in this that's does okay he's gonna have a career i think a little bit of a career so this um this would i guess in a way be guardians of the galaxy volume 2.5 or it'd be guardians of the galaxy volume 3.1 however you want to do it marvel's weird when they do their numbering i would say it's i I would say it's guardians 3 prologue that's what i meant by point one because marvel started doing this whole bullshit of like point one comic books that were supposed to it was the whole thing it's more uh, important to watch this when you watch three than it is to watch this after watching two. Yes, 100%. Um, so well, one thing I will say about this, this is the first Marvel special. So we had... Uh, oh, no, sorry. Oh, it is the second. Sorry, it is the Werewolf second special. Night. Sorry, Werewolf, Werewolf by Night. Night. I was thinking of the... Um, thinking of what they're calling the Echo. because It's their first true holiday new. special, though. It is their first holiday special. Um, I Even love though the- Hawkeye is a Christmas show. Hawkeye is a Christmas show. Um, so this is written and directed by James Gunn. He filmed it while they were actually filming Guardians Three, um, which is pretty cool. That's why they were able to use all the same sets and everything. Um, the music by this is John Murphy, who I believe John Murphy did the regular thing as well. And then we've got um, all of our actors are back. Yondu comes back to do voice work, um, and they wrote a scope. Yandu and they wrote uh yeah rotoscope um Luke Klein as a young Peter Quill. Uh let's see oh, the those new are rotoscoped, not just pure animation. I'm fairly confident they were rotoscoped. Mm-hmm. It looks rotoscoped. It looks bad. <laughs> I don't love it. <laughs> That's why I said it looks like rotoscope. Because <laughs> I don't think rotoscope looks like that good. I'm sorry, Tim Macon. Uh let's uh-huh. see here. The new people that are in this, uh, Maria Bakalova. Is joining the cast to play Cosmo. For those who don't know, she's dog. Borat's daughter. <laughs> His dad. <laughs> uh, she is really good at it. There is um, another actress who is in this movie. Um, it just does some voice work. Uh, Kira Sedgwick. Um, if you're if you're not familiar with Kira Sedgwick, <laughs> she is married to this guy who might have a career. I don't know. He's up and coming. Up and coming. up and coming. I mean, I hear he's. Here he's an actor, so I mean, he's an, right he's now he's still being asshole. referred to as Kira Sedgwick's husband, so yeah. he, needs, he needs to break that. He does, um, but he does have a great last name because I really enjoy this on my hamburgers. Um, Eggs? it is Mr. Kevin Bacon. Oh, Bacon, yeah, yeah Kevin Bacon, different breakfast food, different breakfast food. Uh, also a county in Georgia, I believe. Kevin Bacon's a county in Georgia, 
Well, not the Kevin part. Oh, <laughs> I was like, that's a weird name for a county. Kevin, I'm sure there's a Kevin in Bacon County. I'm willing. I'm willing. You know what? I'm not sure of that. Hey, hey, Bacon County, let me know. Let him know. Is there a Kevin there? So, um, this is a short little special. It is um clocks in at a tiny little forty. Well, it's listed as forty-four minutes, but it's really like thirty-eight minutes. Yeah, before um, credits. Yeah, before credits. Um. I love it. I'm just going to say it up front. I really love it. I love it a lot. I love the music in this movie. Old 97s. Old 97s. I actually listened to um, that in know. the car, like this whole like holiday know. season. It's a great song on rewatch. The first time I watched it, I hated the song. Really? <laughs> yeah. But what about the Kevin Bacon so song? Awkwardly, well, we, we I will to... say this. I hate the camera work during that song. Mm, like it is, well, it is not good camera work for. Okay, look, when they when they it's, played it, I think I rewatched it on I want to say Thursday or maybe Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. My son watched it with me and he went to bed and immediately requested the soundtrack. So, I almost let uh, my son watch it. It would have been the first MCU thing he would have ever watched. That came close That's a break it. from all the spirited soundtrack which has been dominant for like weeks in my house. I think I think Werewolf by Night should have been his first Casey. Um, it could be he loves universal horror movies. he does love villains he he's, does. he's a big villain fan um i can just see way, him going to daycare i daddy showed me man thing i'd be like <laughs> no. daddy showed me his giant size man thing <laughs> i'd have to be like here's the issue where's the I, I do the like the fact that when they're the they're talking about mantis's secrets about one of them is the zarg nuts Yes, and then how that they bring that back in volume three. I do appreciate that mm-hmm. carryover. Oh, and then she's like, "Not that one. Oh, you mean the one where your your Quill's half sister?" You know. Speaking of this, okay, <laughs> I need to ask this question: Do in Guardians Volume One or Two, is there ever mention of Drax being like dancing is stupid? No, he says something about not dancing. I think at some point. Um, I don't remember him ever. No, he, no, no. He he. Rep- I don't know if he references it towards him, but he tells he tells the Quill about him and Gamora. He uses a metaphor about Gamora and Quill about how they're not meant to be because what there are people who dance and there are those who don't. And then he talks about his wife, but he doesn't mention like dancing is dumb, like he does in this. I, I don't know. Maybe he. Maybe it's mm-hmm. because his wife. Maybe because I, what I noticed in watching this, watching them together. Is he makes a point to be like dancing is st- like um only For idiots dance or weak yeah. or he makes a joke but then it carries over into Guardians three, like multiple times and then it has that payoff in Guardians three. Mm. True, I just want to so say it that it was a nice it was a nice trend like they carried the joke along and I appreciate that's where I was. Going. I just want to say yeah. Drax Drax and Mantis are a comedy dream team. Yeah, yes. they are great. Put them he, put them he, on like when he forgets like the, like when he forgets the cloak. When they go to Earth and she's yeah. like, he reaches down and she's like, I just saw you do that. Yes. Palm is so perfect in this role. It's just the way those she two characters awesome. interact. She it's hasn't done so... much else, has she? What are you talking about? Palm's done a ton of things. I mean, not like nothing, but like <laughs> things well known. Like name another like top movie she's, she's been, been before in... looking at IMDb. Uh, Mission Impossible, Impossible Dead oh. Reckoning. Well, it was on the screen. It was on the screen. Oh, I knew that one. But and that also, that's she, like brand new. I have not seen that. Also, so like, she I'm was like in Suicide Squad. Squad. She's in Westworld. She's a voice in the Adams Family. She's in Black Mirror. 
Do you like me to keep going through her IMDb? No, because uh, look, she's she's very accomplished. I'm not saying otherwise. Lord knows it, it takes a lot for any actor to get to this level of 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 work. You know, at the, at the end of the day, not just Marvel, but all the stuff before them. I was showing my kids what the uh, the characters look like out of makeup. I did her. I still haven't seen this. Uh, Karen this Gilliam, is. and that was the one that really threw them. And then Karen Gilliam is, is I know. Crazy and then uh, yeah. Zoe Saldana, my daughter asked. She was Hell, like, yeah. oh, "What are they?" She was like, "What do they look like?" And I showed them, and she was most taken aback, of course, by Karen Gilliam. But she she really liked Zoe Saldana. I think she thought she was the prettiest. It's like, well, know. Zoe Saldana, though, to me, her character well, at least the amount of makeup on her. On. Her character, like, I could see that. I could see that it's Zoe Saldana when they showed me Karen Gilliam. I was like, holy shit, that's a different. Woman oh, I know, that. it's such a drastic change. I mean, I get it. Well, yeah, but it's not as much of a drastic change, even though she's green for for um, Zoe Saldana. Oh, I forgot she was in that film. It's been a while since I've seen that. All one. right, all right. She's well fucking accomplished. I get it. <laughs> we move on so we can stop. Um, the fucking so what, I, bad. what I wanted to say is, um, Dave Batista is just so fucking good. Like yeah, you wouldn't awesome. have thought about it. Like when you're like, oh, it's another wrestler coming over. Like The Rock is never going to be as good as The Rock, and he These it doesn't wrestlers have the are fucking killing it. Yeah, he's a different style than The Rock, but I man, is he good. I think what you have to realize is that you have to meet the wrestler. Of course, there's the, the it's a dumb wrestler stereotype, but you have sure. to also understand that we don't really know who they are as people. Technically, they are actors already in the ring. But then if you put them in the right part with the right director and the right script, mm-hmm. I think you got to lean into what you're good at. Well, yeah. Or you have to find what you're good at and then lead into it. You but know? he's he's so good. And this one, this this particular special is like a showcase for drafts. oh yeah no no i'll tell you something oh, i want to yeah. know more about the gobot connection i was going to mention that too the fact that they yeah. made gobots canon they made gobots, gobots canon. is pure canon right? also they yeah. technically made, his hey, uncle technically yeah. they mailed they also made oh, no, his uh, cousin god, they made cousin. god of war cousin. god of war is now canon too god of, and um dc stuff is canon because there's like a batman joke there is yep. a batman yeah but they um, GoBots is the one that I'm like, I want to see GoBots now. I don't care. Oh, wait, what did you, you guys catch do. when? Yeah, okay. But when they go to see that to get drunk and they go to that that bar, that gay bar, did mm-hmm. you catch the poster, the movie poster? No. Kingo. Another Kingo. Oh, was it another Kingo one? It was up on the on the building across the street from them before they go in the gay bar. They are determined to make everyone like Eternals. They're like, we're gonna weave this shit in, and you are gonna be like. Eternals is everywhere. Yeah. No, but you know, I thought it was interesting. I actually paused this. Except when they in the middle Hebrew, of an ocean. Well, in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> when they go to Hebrew Kevin Macon's house with the map, I stopped to see who the stars were. Cena's one of them. Yeah, John Cena. I saw Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep. Um, I Margot Roby. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name from Saved by the Bell? Zach? The blonde hair oh, guy. Was Zach there? Yeah, and somebody else who I didn't recognized i didn't get a good look but basically all dc actors <laughs> with the ex- exception of zach well yeah so as far as we know as far as we know mark uh, mark paul gosler i think that's his name that's it i think it is yeah um i really i love the when they well i love the bar when they come out of the bar and the woman gives them the map and like money, she's like, I lost my money. You will give me the map. You will give me your money. <laughs> give me all your money. <laughs> um, but she I holds her up. She sticks her up. That's great. I love when they go to Kevin's house 
<laughs> just like the ringing of the bell, <laughs> uh, the throwing over the wall, like, and then the whole bit with the, I just want my funny little man. I just want my funny little man. By the way, did you anybody catch what Kevin Bacon was watching? It was a deep cut. He's watching Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. That would be what Kevin Bacon. 1964, was. real B-class sci-fi Christmas movie. Oh, Kevin Bacon. Kevin. I know. That's, so that's hilarious. It's hilarious. Do you think that we might ever get Kevin Bacon as an MCU character, like hero or something now? That would be kind of funny. I also okay. find it funny that apparently our Earth bullets only tickle Drax. That I caught that too. That made me laugh. How thick that... is his skin? I know. He must have super like leather thick skin because he, would he seems to. to take a lot of laser blasts and bullets and it's like nothing. He takes a laser it. blast in the next well, in volume three. He takes gonna... two. Yeah. One in the back, they, one in the front. There are like... so many character te- like death teases in the Guardians <laughs> 3. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, they, they were. were. Trying to, they were trying to f with us so hard. I was like, yes, yeah, they, they were. were. Um, I love when they get Kevin on. Well, at first, I like that you will want to come with us, sir. Whatever she says, and then yeah. like the expression change, and then getting him on the ship, and they're like, "So tell us about your." He's like going through all this. Is like, yeah, I'm an actor, and they're like, "No, an actor." It's so repulsive. <laughs> <laughs> you would have thought this was ancient Rome or something. They got real offended by that actor thing. Oh, good. And then I love when they're like giving the gift to Peter, and they're like, "Oh, he's uh, he's not he's he's here's your hero. He's not an actor." <laughs> or like when Groot later tries to deny that he had anything to do with it, and it's like, "You wheeled him out." <laughs> oh, the, the moment when it when Peter's like it's human trafficking, guys. Yes. This is not right. <laughs> oh, so good. There's so much I really enjoy about this special and the music. Um, to me, the special oh, yeah. proves you don't need Star Wars in order to make a Guardians, you know, anything. Right. Because well, it, pro- it proves that it proves that you have Even a strong enough cast. Fun. Yeah. To spin off around other characters. And I mean, exactly. that's the case in so, Volume 3. Speaking of Star-Lord, um, yes. why, why is he totally so different? He is, right? He is, because he's at least functioning in this. And then the beginning of Volume 3 is just in an alcoholic depression. I think he's going a little up and down. I think he might be going through some sort of like alcoholism phase. Maybe he's where he's uh, having, you know, functional phases versus non-functional he's phases. He's a functioning alcoholic. He's a basically. Functioning so an, like um, another thing I want to mention that is important in this, um, we do get the line that the Guardians bought nowhere from the Collector. Yes. So we do know how that happened now. God, I get it. She's a he's, he's now just showing us pictures of Palm. Um, <laughs> that is not true. There's lies, lies. Not only is she accomplished, she's fucking gorgeous. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. You, you yeah. got us, Casey. I'm pretty sure she's French. She oh, is, never mind. Part French. Never mind. Hey, no, shush, shush. Our French people love this. That is why I think, I she, I think she's part French. French. I think she's part French too. It's just Palm downloading our episodes now. She loves this podcast. Thank yes. you, Palm. Yeah, French actors. <laughs> French actors. She's fucking um, incredible. She's, she's French, maybe she, maybe part Vietnamese. I don't remember what her. I don't remember had. either. Um, but she's really. I loved her in Mission Impossible. I actually didn't realize it was her until after the movie, um, and I looked it up. So the other thing I want to mention, uh, real quick before is the last thing we talk about. Korean, this. sorry, Korean, Korean French. There we go. Um, 
I love the gift sequence when everyone's giving up the gifts and the fact that Gamora or, or, or Nebula somehow took Bucky's arm from Wakanda. Right. I don't know how she pulled that off. I'm either. assuming that that's what but what Rocket then makes for her out of that. Yeah, I if Ooh, that is not addressed, she doesn't have the arm by then, right? Yeah, yeah. If it's not addressed in Thunderbolts, then you failed me, Kevin. You failed me. I want a line of Bucky, someone being like, "Hey, I, your arm it looks different." Yeah, because someone stole it. A trash panda <laughs> stole it. Like that would be perfect. Um, the other one that makes me laugh, um, is the gift is Groot's gift where he gives them each the little scene. How did he plan that out? Cause he would have had to plan that out really detailed to figure out like, okay, all these sequences were going to happen because he wasn't on well, earth. Cause I think by then, so this is time has passed a little yeah. bit since Kevin first arrived at nowhere. Not much time, but sure. Not much, but like you know, like like nighttime, right? It's it's daytime when they're playing again, I think, or or when it ends uh-huh. and stuff. So there's more light or whatever. Let's let's just he's picked up a fucking guitar. Like time has passed, right? And so I think that the story has been told, probably by Drax, probably by both of them, truthfully. But the story has been told, and he built those models in about five minutes each. All right. We've we've already established from I am Groot the the animated series that he is a big arts and crafts kid. That is he true. Was. He is an arts and craft um, bulked up teenager at this point. At this point, yeah, like he's on steroids. He's, he's so large. I feel like this is where he's really just hit like puberty. Even though I know that technically, like uh, Infinity War was probably more that. Yeah, you know what else people do when they uh, hit puberty? They have tags. And in the tag, we saw Groot dressed up as a Christmas tree. That's true. <laughs> failing, but failing. Doing, hey, but he's trying. Us. He's trying. I, I do love Rocket's line. Like, now we got to do this again for the next special. And they look right at the camera. That's right, they do. Um, I was going to try to f- tie in puberty and libraries, but it didn't work out very well. So, <laughs> with that said, Eric, tell us about a library. Well, speaking of my puberty, the library here. No, I don't know how actually that would play in. Uh, I said I teased Casey. I never try to reveal the the library. Sometimes I have just because that's how I am. Uh, but most times I try to keep it from them. This time it does tie into us, uh, Casey and I at least. Sorry, John, not to leave you out. Uh, but now we are talking about the Mammy Dowd D O U D. So forgive me for the for those of you listening that might the Mammy. Dowd Eisenhower Public Library. It is in Broomfield, Colorado. And of course, for those of you keeping score at home, the zip code is 80020. 80020. Uh, so Broomfield's library, and this is I'm talking about the Mam- Mammy Dowd, uh, is kind of also the main library, it seems like, because it's also you can find it on Google Maps under both the names of Mammy Dowd and uh, just simply Broomfield. Uh, but it was founded on December 2nd, 1959, by a group of volunteer citizens, as they typically are, if you go back and listen, uh, led by Mary Jane Bailey, who later became the library director. Uh, the volunteers raised funds for books, built shelves, maintained open hours for the library, um, and the first location itself was in the basement of a newspaper office. 
uh, before it was later moved to the Emerald Elementary School. I'm not sure if Emerald still stands. I should have probably looked that up beforehand. Um, so, but Emerald Elementary School wasn't its last, not by a long shot. It had several other moves. Uh, they don't actually mention a lot. It is kind of hard to find uh, um, good uh, information about the, the building itself, as I've tried to with others. Uh, but again, after several moves from the El Emerald Elementary School, you know, several down the line from there, um, it is now March 1963. So mind you, all of these moves aren't just happening. They're happening in between 1959 and 63. Uh, so the library finally found a home. And this is funny because I'm going to cut it down a second. Finally found its home at a 12 Garden Center. But that is now Broomfield Veterans Museum. So it's moved again. Um, go look it up on Google Maps if you want to double check. At the time, the library was renamed the Mammy Down when it moved uh, to that location. Um, and Mrs. Eisenhower uh, attended the library dedication. Uh, so this is, we're kind of back, we're out, we're moving out west. Um, and so we're moving out of the Bible Belt since some of our last ones here. Um, and so now we have a library that is open every day of the week. Um, and you can go uh, every day between 1 and 5 p.m. Uh, however, you can go as early as 9 a.m. on Monday through Saturday. So it's only Monday, they, Sunday they have those uh, reduced hours. We've seen that before. And then you can go as late as 9 p.m. Monday through Thursday. So that's your that's your schedule for you folks. Uh, in case you're wondering where it is, it is part of the Broomfield Community Park. Uh, this also includes the Broomfield Community Center, several baseball fields, uh, soccer fields. It has a skate park, which is kind of nice that they have these things now. Um, Ellie's Pond is there. Uh, that is just a local pond, but Ellie's Pond, for those of you who keep in touch. Um, and Brunner Farmhouse and Gardens, which is part of like a large open field, I think it's called. I, yeah, seriously. Um, and, and Brunner Farmhouse and Gardens is essentially another community center from, from what I can tell. So for those of you in the Denver area, just head a little northwest, uh, if you will, out towards Boulder, but not quite. Um, and you'll find Broomfield, Broomfield, Colorado. And there you'll find the Mammy Dowd Eisenhower Public Library. Thank you. Next time I'm out there, I'm going to have to go and uh, get myself a book. You got to do it. I'll need something to do while I'm out there. It's not like I'll be working or something. Hey -oh. Um, All right. So um, let's talk about um, another Guardians thing, shall we? Guardians. Wait, there's a another one? There's another one. Guardians Galaxy Mission Breakout that you can find in <laughs> Anaheim, California. No. <laughs> Uh, or Guardians of the Galaxy uh, mission, I think is a mission critical, whatever the hell it's called. I don't know. There's two rides. Um, they're both fun. One of them. I better. thought you were talking about Palm's movie. Palm's movie. I don't know which one that one would be, but I do know that Guardians the of the Galaxy one. Volume Three was directed by James Gunn, written by James Gunn. Yet again, um, to confirm my theory, yes, John Murphy did do the music. Yeah. Now everyone is in this cast who we've seen before, but we do add. Um, Oh. Eric, how do you pronounce High Evolutionary's name? Oh, so I mispronounced this last time because I thought, I think I said like, I'm embarrassed to say it again so I won't, uh, but I mispronounced it and, and mistaked him for another actor. So this gentleman, I looked it up again and I was like, I don't actually really know this gentleman that well, but Chuck Woody Iwuji, I believe is how you might pronounce that. Thank you. But Thank if you. you have a different pronunciation, try it. One of us is probably I, likely to be close. I don't. That's why I'm afraid to pronounce it. He's amazing in this. I'm just going to say great. that. He's fucking awesome. Um, he's awesome. 
I love that we will we will gush about him in just a second. Um, some other people who are in this movie, uh, Maria Bakalova, um, which we said a second ago, was playing Cosmo. This time, actually getting to play Cosmo yeah. more yeah. than just a really very well. quick scene. Um, we got someone I just realized who I didn't She's know. She's a was good this. dog. She, Tara she Strong, mainframe voice. Tara Strong is now playing mainframe's voice over. Hey, um, Scott Lang's ex is Warpig. That's what I was about to say <laughs> that I didn't realize until this moment was that Judy Greer is war pig. And the current I... Princess Diana is back again. Yeah. Um, Aisha. That's right. Uh, and she is. I love her. Oh, uh, plus uh, Hawkeye's wife is Lila. That's always Lila. Michael Rosenbaum, Lex Luthor is playing uh, Martin X again. Um, Sylvester Stallone is playing um, Stakar Ogard. Um Tara Strong, I'm trying to remember, um, Miley Cyrus was who played Tara, yes, uh, was who that was played the original my mainframe originally. My understanding is it was more of a um, scheduling thing than anything else is why she didn't return back, contrary to popular internet beliefs. Um, uh, well, D. Bradley Baker as Blurp is rather amusing to me. Um, Nathan Fillion in his yes. second MCU <laughs> role. Oh. Um, this, yeah, he's in Guardians 1. He's the um in the prison sequence when Peter gets in the first. Um, He's the alien who that group yeah. and them attack. Yeah. Okay. Um. So Master Kajar or Kajkarji or however you pronounce his name. Um. Let's see. Tiffany Smith. I didn't realize Tiffany Smith was in this. That's pretty impressive. That's why it's fun to go. The woman who gets shot in the leg, who is the communications central. Commu- that's actually James Gunn's wife. Yep. Um, oh. At the time, not married yet. No, they though, weren't married yet. Filmed. Um, but yeah, it's, I love the internet discourse of it's nepotism. I like, yeah, I would like whatever. to introduce you to Hollywood. Yes. I'd like to introduce you to America. America. <laughs> you know who else is in America? Seth Green, who voices Howard the Duck. And I want my Howard the Duck and Man thing Marvel special. Give me that hey, special. Hey, I will on. say, in What If, he has a nice part in episode one, season yes. two. Yes. Um, Michael Rucker back as Yondu. That was like, well, I love that scene. That was a nice little James Gunn as Lamb Shank, by the way. I don't know if anyone, if you recognized it, I did not when, catch Pete Davidson when Mantis, what? um, opens up the door. Um, and, um, like she's like, oh my god, and they're like, thank you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. is that Lamb Shank? I'm pretty sure that's Lamb Shank. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Grandpa no Quill, we didn't catch that. <laughs> Greg Henry again. Um, there's a behind the scenes video where you can see him like doing the mocap for it too. Where he's like, <laughs> uh, James Gunn's so you look so, so great. Awesome. I was I was afraid of someone else behind you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so many good things. This movie is so oh, funny. You know, I like I like the fact that it oh. has that when they get involved at one point towards the middle of the movie, it kind of becomes like a madcap, like yes. affair, where like so, they're gonna break in and then they get in, but then they leave, and then the other people come to rescue them, but they've already left, and you know. So I'm I want to I'm going to just I'm going to jump straight ahead to one particular thing I just have to know right now Eric watching this movie about one hour and thirty ish minutes in did you need tissues Oh I mean yeah there are a few times I needed tissues mm, It's it's so... a good movie It's just I mean honestly I don't think I bawled like I was prepared to There oh. was just like that sort of like 
Some real tearjerkers. Yeah. So this whole movie, it is clear. It's really was the case. <laughs> they this whole movie, it is very clear that they were like, you we you know that this is James Gunn's last Guardian. They they'd said in the press this was like a lot of the last. This one. is his last Marvel. Let's be honest at this point. As of right now, it's his last Marvel. I mean, um, for the foreseeable future, who knows what Zaslav's going to do? Um, but what they they make like even but um, Batista was like, "This is it. I'm not doing it anymore." So going in, everyone's like, "Anyone could die. Like they could mm. just do it." And they know it going in. Yeah, and they make you think. I don't think there's a single one of them, except for maybe Mantis. So. Groot obviously gets injured at the beginning, and you think yeah. that he. Oh, sorry, not Groot. Um, uh, um, Rocket. Rocket. Nebula gets shit kicked out of her at the beginning. That where it's like she could. Mm-hmm. Groot gets his head ripped off, at the mm-hmm. beginning. Um, Peter. The whole movie. There's so many spots where they're like, "Oh, are they going? Are they going? Oh no!" And then they like really get you at the end. Um. Drax, there he gets his in the prison or in the um, um or Omnicore, the Omnicore um breakout scene. Mm-hmm. I Mantis is the only one who doesn't get teased, right? I can't think of where she gets teased as a death. Mm, I don't, I don't think so. She might be the only one. I think she's the only one, but they I mean they they are like yeah, gonna... but they drop her on her head a lot. <laughs> they do. <drop> her. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's, it's so like they Meg her like uh it's Meg. Yeah. <laughs> it, God, it's uh man, I just love this. The whole I'm gonna jump around on this because I'm just yeah, radic at this We've moment. I just watched it literally before we started recording. The I love that we've been watching these movies leading up, and it feels very much like it would be a this was all Peter's story, but at the end of this. When Lyle, uh, that sequence where Rocket is technically dead and Lyle is talking to him, it's like, but you don't know this is your story. It's been your story all along. Mm. That, like, you're like, wait a minute, was Guardians one through three just Rocket's story? Were we literally just watching his story from him going to this renegade to being the leader of a team? And yes, <laughs> that is what yeah. happened. I think you have to accept that there there are layers to this. So this story ways. it could be so many people's different stories because if you look at it from the perspective of peter quill it's you know he struggles about his mom he struggles about his dad and in a weird way this is like about him struggling with becoming like a parent well, i think this is i think you bring like, up a point there though like yeah everyone has their own arc yeah this movie really shows that arc for so many different characters whether it's they Matt, all have one I mean, whether it's Drax the Destroyer no longer being the Destroyer, right? Yeah. A different D word. Like you know, all these different Drax, things. Drax the father. Drax Spoiler the alerts, by the way. Yeah, I guess we're getting right into it, right? Let's, but I was, I was trying to like, are we going to get there? You know, something, but yeah. yeah, Drax becomes the father. Mm-hmm. Nebula becomes the sheriff, mm-hmm. the protector. Um, Peter goes home to have cereal. But but the thing um, about well, Nebula, he goes I back mean, home to finally put closure on right. I know, but I'm but just Nebula reality becoming the protector. Yeah. You know, we have to acknowledge is a major arc for her. Like we yeah. have seen such growth from Nebula and the, the whole MCU in general at this mm-hmm. point. I mean, she, not just the Guardians movie. She's been part of so many other. She's yep. been essential to so many other parts of the story. You know, 
Yeah. Um, in game, particularly. Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting how even Gamora, for the fact that we essentially have a new Gamora in this mm-hmm. movie, has her own arc. <laughs> that really lands well. You know, I, I thought it was Which, fascinating to get to see a different Gamora. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love it. She's almost a villain at points. Yeah. A little I bit. love. I love the elevator sequence when Peter is trying to explain to their hostage <laughs> the whole thing about Gamora, and then Nebula is just like. You left you out some left parts, out some but things. that's basically yeah, that's it. pretty much the yeah. gist. We're like, um, he's like, I never noticed your eyes. They're so black. I know. I love for giving to me by my father. Father to torture me. me. I love the beginning when he chose when chose. you like when he's drunk and she carries him to bed, mm. and then he like calls out Gamora's name and the look on Nebula's face, and you're like, oh, she's in love with you. She's not just mm. in love with you. She is. In love with you, that is like, weird. It's that Nebula is now the one that together. Yeah, yeah. It's and they they play off of it a couple of times in the movie. Um, they actually almost imply for little bits that they could hook up, which still could happen. I think what um, it is is it. I think for Nebula, it's kind of like um, a crush on Peter that she will never ever actively admit that you mm-hmm. only catch in those silent scenes because otherwise she's like will deny it. Yeah. Oh, but I'm so glad they gave uh, Karen Gillian. Is that her name? Yes. Yeah. I'm so glad she had such a role in this because she's awesome. She is. Oh, she's incredibly awesome. talented. Yeah. And you should I, watch this little show she was on called. Um, oh, what's it called, John? Doctor. 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 What? what? Do, no. Doctor. No. Why? Oh no! no. no. Um, who? Doctor Wynn? Oh, Doctor Who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who? Who? Yes, who? You know yeah. what? I caught wind of that once. It sounds like a, a pretty uh, a pretty new startup of a show. It's gonna fail <laughs> pretty quickly. Yeah, I, yeah it's only on season one right now. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you'll never get to a place where they're having to like replace the main actors because people go to keep it going, even though the actor doesn't. That's that's right. They'll never do that, and it's no. definitely not woke. No, no. So. Surely not. It's British. Remind me to ask you about that when we get done <laughs> recording. I now have to ask you this question. I don't, uh, I don't, know, I don't know where so, that actually came from. <laughs> uh, but I'm one sure thing, <laughs> this movie, this movie, is a breakup movie. Yeah, it, it is. is. It is so much a breakup movie. Um, well, it's you know, it's I mean, a lot that's of ways, one I mean, of the storylines. Well, I think, I think, well, I mean, so it's much. it's about them. It's about having to break up what once was. I mean, you look at Nebula, and Nebula yeah. is breaking up with being a cynical loner, and yeah. Drax is breaking up with his trauma of losing his family, and yeah. Mantis, uh, Mantis with is wanting breaking, to breaking, finding breaking, herself breaking up being with being, you know, being selfless. You know, yeah. she has to break up with being selfless and realize she needs to put some energy into herself. I mean, it's like a giant therapy session. Yeah, the whole thing's a giant therapy session. Yeah. It's so good. Um, so, all right. So now I need to know what do we think of the villain? He's amazing. Eric, what do you think? He, um, I mean, really powerful, mm-hmm. really crazy. And also one of the more believable villains. Um, he's he's got complexity to him because what I find so fascinating yeah. is his obsession with Rocket because Rocket has true inspiration and he somehow thinks he can cut him open and commodify that. And I'm like, you can't. One of the few flaws I'll say is that I actually wish they had. I mean, obviously it's a major plot point already in the fact that that's really his drive by the mm-hmm. time we, we see him. But when he is stunned that Rocket can process something that he couldn't, 
right? When Rocket comes up with an idea. Of freedom, oh, he hates like, it. He hates yes, it. His, his yeah. ego can't hold, handle and, it. And there's that moment where he kind of like comes in, it almost seems like drunk or something like angry, like sort of idea. I wish they had really played on that and really shown. Because I, I if there had the been more time, I think it would have been interesting to see more of that. Yeah, yeah, to really see him struggle with this idea that like, what if you know, base? Because it's it's really the idea. What happens if God creates a you know a, a being? Well, he thinks he's God. More, That's more, the problem. Is he, God. Yeah, exactly. He literally thinks he's God, and you know it makes so much sense that he created the sovereign too. That mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. little element was like, no, that makes perfect sense. And I love the fact that he said you were originally an aesthetic creation. It's and weird now look like. How important he's been in the universe that we know without even realizing mm-hmm. it. Like he well, seems I mean, like a big. Well, think about character. the fallout that we're gonna have to. I, have I, I imagine he survived because he seems like a big. He character. does survive. Yes, Drax they do. carries him off at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah when the, when they're all evacuating the ship, Drax carries him off. Yep. Mm. So he is alive. Okay. I don't know what will happen to him, but he he is uh, yeah, technically alive. Yeah, they can you easily know, bring him back. And I actually thought Drax him was the carrying a mask. I thought Drax was carrying Adam Warlock. No. He's um even James Gunn's like shown like zoomed in photos of its tracks yeah. holding. You know, uh, I, I do enjoy Adam Warlock as the childlike version of him, and I loved him near the end where he uh they're doing the group hug and he's like awkwardly like or when stuff? Groot tells him I am Groot and he's like, What did you say? He says everybody deserves a second chance. Uh when he saves mm-hmm. him. It is not Harry Styles, by the way. I heard you ask that question. Who is that? Um, I don't. Uh, who's playing um, Adam? Warlock? Yeah. Um, um, Will Poulter. Yeah, and I don't remember what Will's been in. Um, he's been around. Oh no. Um, what's his name? He's a, he was in. The, he's in the Bears of Eternals. Yes, he's the um, Harry Styles is in Eternals. Yeah, yes, he plays because uh, I knew he was in it. Okay. He yeah, plays. Uh, he plays. He plays Thanos' brother. <laughs> there's High Evolutionary. Yeah. Yeah, so, I thought it was fascinating because um, it made me think about something when when he's obsessed with sort of like bottling this true inspiration thing. It mm-hmm. made me think about when I was reading um, some of the prequel books for uh, Dune and there's a, a robot named Erasmus who's trying to figure out how artistic expression works in humans. And he completely cannot conceive of it because he's not human. Like this guy, he cannot conceive that true inspiration is completely something he cannot bottle. Like he mm-hmm. wants to dissect rocket. He's not going to find it, you know? Yeah. You're not just going to open up a brain and exactly. It but that's his idea is that if he can't find it, it's like, he's almost so perfectly shaped to be a scientific perfectionist yeah. that mm-hmm. he cannot account for other ideas and other, other conceptions and ideas that are beyond pure science. You know. And that goes back to what I was saying, where I, I wish they had just spent like two more minutes, given yeah. two more minutes even to the movie of showing him just unable to accept beyond like the anger, you know, the more of the cause, not the effect, you know, like mm-hmm. to really show him struggling with this idea that he doesn't know something that his own creation knows. Well, you know, they make him very much like, the you know, if you wanted to go super Old Testament and make the assumption that God was jealous Mm-hmm. of adam and eve and that's why he kicks him out of the garden here you go yeah right yeah. here yeah that's a good point i mean this this is what he becomes a, a rocket because he sees rocket and rocket can do these things that he did not program rocket to do right but rocket yeah. is beyond that and it's like he instantaneously is jealous of it 
Yeah, he can't handle that his creation has surpassed the master. Well, it's really that the creation has done something that's beyond or supposed to be beyond his his like his parameters. Well, yeah. It's like the well, nightmare. Just, it's not, like but it's not it's just like, his parameters. It's what, it's, it's, it's what we're it's, all afraid of with AI. It's like we're afraid that it could grow beyond its parameters and do something that would render it independent. Well, I mean, it's not, right. I don't think it's necessarily that. I think it's, he did it by his parameters. He, he is smarter in one thing than high evolutionary is. That's he true. figures out the flaw. He just looks at the machine for a second and is like, oh, well, that's your problem. But high evolutionary can't figure that out. And that I think is the 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 little bit that's like, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be the one who's smart here. Mm-hmm. How are you? And I think that's where he goes past it. Yeah, um, that's what but I it's think what we're saying. But it's so well, I just there was the parameter thing. It was like yeah. I don't think it's the parameter, I think it's just knowledge base. He just I don't it, I think high evolutionary did plan on him to just be his own independent thinking thing, just to see what would happen. It's well, just he, he harder he, than he, he says that to this ex- is goal all along. It's just yeah. Rocket's the only one who achieved it. Yeah, Rocket went. There was something different about Rocket, which we do technically never find out what it is about Rocket. Just there is something special about yeah. Rocket. He's a raccoon. He's, he's a prodigy. <laughs> he is a raccoon. What he is? Yeah, yeah. I'm Rocket Raccoon. First um, time he's ever acknowledged that, right? In the MCU. Yeah, because now because he knows because he's he always denied. He's see. always been pissed to be called that before, right? Yeah. Even in um, a, even in the holiday special by Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. The um, I love the. I like how once he fig- high evolutionary once mm-hmm. high evolutionary figures out that Rocket is better that something his one of his creations has surpassed him, mm-hmm. and so like. It's that becomes his driving force and his fixation. Nothing can stop it. Even at the end, when everyone's like going to turn on him, he's like, no, I want this one thing. Like, I will have this. I will kill you all to get this. Yes, he has obsessive problems. Yeah. Well, he's, I mean, knowing the actor and looking at his resume, Mm -hmm. he's a Shakespearean figure. He's he's a true Mm -hmm. tragic figure. This is his tragedy is that is what his hubris his ego, yes. well, mm-hmm. he can't. It can't. He. It will be his downfall. He is a tragic yeah. character. Uh, no, I. I'm willing to say, go on a limb and say he is probably the best villain the MCU has, or if not best, at least second best. Current living, you mean, or in general, ever. of all the villains that we've had up to date. Oh. Because what you hate, I mean, you truly despise this man, but you get where he's going. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Not agree he, with it, but yeah. he is like, we get his motivation. We know what he's doing. And he does such a good job of making us hate him. That's true. Like you were rooting true. at the end. You were, I would say to kill him. He, he does a better job of explaining himself than Thanos does. Yeah. Yes. A bit. Yeah. He's, and it's clear. It's simpler. Yeah, and I would say the second, the number two, or possibly one who beats him to me is still Killmonger. Killmonger is like top tier for me as well because yeah. you to- you get Killmonger's motivation mm. as well. The only difference with Killmonger and why I say he high evolutionary might be pushed up a little bit higher is Killmonger was doing it, but there wasn't a spot where I'm just rooting for like everyone to just kill him. I just wanted him to be stopped, like arrested, stopped get him out of the throne 
Right. I wanted High Evolutionary dead because I'm just like, everything you have done has been awful. The genocide you have committed has been awful. Oh, yeah. Like, you're a, you're a horrible, horrible person. You need to be stopped at all costs. We need Where's Frank Castle when you need him? <laughs> yeah. Soon um, to be on Disney Plus. <laughs> soon to be on Disney Plus. I, I, so I do, I, I do appreciate that they look alive because there's so much more story for oh, High Evolution. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, imagine him teaming up with another villain. Imagine if like the Beyonder came and got him and mm-hmm. used him, or if Doom learned of him. Mm. Ooh, him and Doom. I mean, that's that's a pair. Little maybe a little too much cooks in the kitchen at that point, though. You know, in terms of. Ego I and could, plan. I could see High Evolutionary trying to um, steal the Celestial's power. I think. I like think that. he has to be a villain again. Like he can't. Oh, yeah, I don't see him. I don't see him bowing to someone. You know what I mean? So like, he can't be the sidekick to another villain. Well, I don't think his motive. I don't think his um, driving force, his perfection of creation, would be able to allow him to, unless he's using it for his own goods to learn something new or to get started again. You know, and I think that his that drive would force him to be break out of prison and be a villain again. Hmm. Um, so, what do we think of to get away from him for a little bit? Um, and by a little bit, I mean for the rest of this. What do we think about all the needle drops? This oh, is such a needle drop. I always heavy. love them. Such I, a, I think that's that's a classic element of any gun, yeah, Guardians film, and they're I mean, so good. Expected, and it's always well done. I mean. I think it was it, it was last summer. We got stuck in a traffic jam on the way to Myrtle Beach. Mm-hmm. And I simply put on the Disney Plus soundtrack of all the Guardians songs. And what I love about it even more is that for me, it's like listening to the songs that my parents played for me growing up. And now my kids are hearing it. Like my youngest loves Fleetwood Max The Chain. He was oh, humming yeah. that one. Yeah, it's a great song, but I mean, like, to me, that to me is a memory of my dad playing that. And now it's a memory of me playing it to my son in a way that Guardians has strangely brought those things back. And so (laughs) I know that's I mean, that's why my dad loves these movies so much. My dad loves the Guardians movies. He enjoys most of the Marvel films, but I think he likes the Guardians some of the best because he does like the soundtracks. Mm Because for him, that's mostly music like that was around the time he was growing up, you know, when he was in his, his 20s and 30s. These are the songs, you know, I think he's I think he's definitely older than James Gunn, but, you know, it seems like they have an overlapping musical taste. You know? I mean, classics oh. are classics. Oh, uh, my kids, my kids after the second uh, Guardians loved um, Mr. Blue Sky, could not get enough of it. It was playing on the Echo in their bedroom every night. They would put the Guardian soundtrack on and would lead in with Mr. Blue Sky. So I would I would 66. agree with the fact that. The, oh, yeah. Um, my I mean, He's got. He's at least 14 years younger than my parents. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, but so I, feel, I mean, I honestly feel like there's obviously some overlap. I'm sure. I'll agree with the general uh, needle drop vibe of, of this movie, which is, yeah, it's awesome. Same as he's done with, with the other Guardians and stuff. The one moment, there is one moment where I feel like it wasn't the best music choice. Like he could have made a stronger choice. I don't know which one. Maybe are you gonna the say, same group. Are you going to say No Sleep from Brooklyn? I am. I am. It's not my favorite. <laughs> it just feels a little weak at times. No sleep to Brooklyn. I mean, it's a great song, and it's it could easily be used in elsewhere. But for such a monumental hallway fight in an MCU movie, 
I mean, it. Great I mean, what is such great, a cool. Great, great, it is really fucking cool. Yeah. Great hallway just, fight. You could have done "Fight for Your Right to Party" by the Beastie Boys, and I think got a better beat out of it. I, I would have liked. Like I would have liked Daredevil to show up in the middle of that fight. <laughs> just come in, swing, and like you know, the what camera pans across and out. Sorry, guys. No, that's, that's a Deadpool moment. I, I that would be. Like, yeah, as I say, we would need Deadpool to just yeah. like open up a portal and. <laughs> daredevil like pop in and then like, you oh. imagine if the camera was panning through that hallway fight and there's deadpool opening a portal and then all of a sudden he's gone again and like that's all they ever do no mention like a <laughs> moment like portals, that where they just like what? there's a there's a ravager who obviously practices magic i was about to say yeah, yeah. i was about to <laughs> yeah. ring that up i wish I, we had a little bit more on that that he uses a sling. That he well, he doesn't. He, uses, he, does, he didn't have like a, a sling. But he appears to but use uses sorcerer the magic. Tech. I was. I couldn't tell if he had a sling ring or not. No, I, he I was he looking. doesn't. He doesn't have a sling ring, but he can do the same spell. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, he even had. And the, he speaks the thing in emojis. Yeah, yeah, but he's weird because he seems he to channel similar techniques. So yeah. it is fascinating. I would like to see maybe more talked about that. That would be where we would need like Wong to explain, like, oh yeah, there's others. That's where yes. your show comes in, John. Wongers. <laughs> we can bring in the Ravagers, get Stallone back. I was seeing something earlier that was like talk about like um Marvel should do um Midnight Suns and let Wong be the one who sets it up and bring in all the different <laughs> characters, Moon Knight and Werewolf by Night. Um all right, so we got our needle drops now. Did either of you notice the over and I, I say this lovingly, James Gunn. The overuse of slow mo walking scenes as a team. There were there were a lot of slow mo. <laughs> There's at least four. <laughs> I started like I started, which logging. means it surpassed the rule of threes at that point. It definitely did. This is like slow walk title card. Mm-hmm. Um, then it's, there's it's, it's his it's his Michael Bay 3D C 360 shot. Yes, there's the <laughs> there's the slow... he has a few of those too. There's a there's another slow walk. Um, I wrote. Um, th- oh, there's a slow walk. There's the into slow the walk. It's the slow. Oh, there's the slow walk to go into space. There after James Gunn shoots his wife in the knee. Um, there's a slow walk. <laughs> then there's another slow walk. Um, right before go full kaiju. There's another slow walk. Um, after no sleep to Bro- or why is no sleep to Brooklyn is starting. Like they're all that's a slow the fight. <laughs> it is. Um I slow walk to the um, the no fight, no sleep to Brooklyn. I really love that's when Gamora sees the team. Yeah. Like yeah. and understands them. That's the moment she understands is the team. Is that the one where she also gets like gives her like an eye roll and like joins yes. in? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um with her sword. I don't know if we've seen her with her sword before, right? Yes, but she's brought it back. Yeah, she brings because the no old for... Gamora stopped using it. Yeah. yeah, well, this is old Gamora using it again. Oh, I'm, well, I'm, yeah, you know what I meant. The dead Gamora. Oh yes. wow, too soon. Oh, too soon. Wow. I know. Too soon. I know. I know. <laughs> um, John oh, made me forget what I was going to say. I do There's... like the fact that he, the Gamora, and Peter got to have a sense of closure towards each other. Yeah, that was nice. That was a good. That was nice to see. This that, was a. Yeah. This was well, a and that's where I'm going to the breakup. He... It was the breakup. Like yeah, they're he acknowledging that. we're done. In a lot of ways, separate. he needed that, though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I liked the Howard the Duck. I just want to mention Howard's there. I like the, like the card playing with the bad dog. 
Thank God, just get over it already. I can't because she's a bad dog. <laughs> uh, For all the nepotism, I thought um, Sean Gunn did a great job in this one. Sean Gunn is really good in this one. Um, I like Sean. Oh, I love the um, the MCU's first f bomb. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, I mentioned that in the uh, the preview for this episode for our not funny guys Instagram. I do mention that the a key feature of this movie is the f bomb. And oh. my understanding is it was an improv f bomb, and they just let it slide. Well, is you know the, they talk is about it the this get the fuck in this car. Get the yeah. Fuck yeah. In the car? yeah. Well, you know there's there's a there's a thing that they talk about that I saw. What's his name? Dominic Monaghan and what should we call it? Pippin and Mary talking about this that in a PG thirteen movie in America, you are mm. actually allowed to have one f bomb. Yes, two. No, nope, no, you one. One. And they were talking about where it would be in any of the Lord of the Rings films. <laughs> oh my God. And I think it was funny because Pippin was like, "Gandalf, you, you fool of a fucking toque." <laughs> well that's that's what it's the first one it's fucking run yes <laughs> or fucking fly you fools <laughs> yes like they actually they or fly you it. fucking fools you yeah it's like not pass this fucking bridge it's like weird shall because i think they, ass- they think i think they assign a lot of them to gandalf <laughs> i mean who doesn't gandalf like the, the f word <laughs> oh i know doesn't say um i love the the whole movie Gamora is just like I am Groot. You're just making stuff up. Like yes. you're all just admit it. And then at the end when he's like I am Groot and she's like oh no okay thank you. And then like it dawns on her that she can now hear and understand. Yeah. And then I love how us as an audience we like understand the, yeah. Groot now yep. at the end. I thought that was nice. Who will be played by a different actor. Um, But I I fully expect any other time we see Groot from here on out, we'll still hear I am Groot. We still, we won't. I don't know. I love you guys. I love you guys. How do you get, that's four words. How did you get that? How did he get that out? Like, he did say we are Groot in the first one, right? He does say we are. Does he ever differ in the second one, or is he is he straight and narrow then? He's all straight and narrow because he's just a little baby Groot at that point. That's true. Or toddler Groot, I should say. Yeah, toddler Groot. That's the better. He's toddler Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. No. (laughs) (laughs) Such a great. Does anybody have any tape? (laughs) (laughs) So good. I am Groot. Yes, I am Groot. Yes, I am Groot. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've gotten through the whole thing. They stop him. Um, they tease us with a death of um, Peter Quill, but we they get tease um, with the death of Rocket. Who they not tease us with? Let's yeah, just say that. What well, was this? I say I, I like the. I think it was. Uh, I think it was. I think it was. Uh... Well, it's, it's Mantis. We say, we uh, say Peter gonna... to the end. You know. I like the Peter one when it's like, like, oh, he's dead, and then we get that the finger. It's like, oh. oh. God. It's the finger. It's Michelangelo. Hey, look right there. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Um, and then it's Adam Warlock Such saving the day. Cliche stage picture. So, I know. Also, I I really appreciate the Adam. Can you like teach him a lesson? Okay. <laughs> I will you say Adam's Adam's him. a good character. Yeah. Don't kill him. Um, Adam. Sh- in, uh, Adam comics. doesn't use doors. <laughs> he does not use those. Eric, in the comic books, Adam for a long time had the Infinity Gauntlet. Really? Yeah. Yes. Stones and all? 
Stones and all. Wow. He had the gauntlet for a long time. As an asshole or as a good guy? That's a good guy. He was a good guy. <laughs> he got after Infinity Gauntlet, he was the one who like kept it and kept it safe. So there you go. All right. So now that um they've gone through everything, so we'll just say where everyone ends. Mm-hmm. Um Mantis goes off to search for herself. Um Peter With three giant monsters. Is it three hey. or two? Three. Three. Um, her three monsters. Peter goes back to Earth to get closure with his grandfather. Drax stays to take care of the kids. And cut the lawn. He's good and at. cut the lawn. And cut the lawn. Um, Nebula stays to protect nowhere. Um, basically, be its new share. Rocket gets promoted to the new leader. And what makes me... This is one of the things that makes me laugh about this movie. This is a connection to Eric. I love when Peter's like, guys, guys... I, I gotta go home. I, I think I'm done. I'm breaking up. Like, I gotta go off and do my own thing. And then everyone else like, oh, thank God, we were gonna say the same thing. It reminds <laughs> me of when Eric, when when we all, when we went to dinner or lunch in Chicago, it was me and Rachel and you and Rachel. Went to Little and, India, basically. Had that great Indian food. And, and, we're, and we were like, we have something to tell you. Like, we do too. Like, well, you're like, you guys go Who first. Who went first? Was it you or us? It was us. We went first because we go, well, we're moving to Boston. And you're like, we are too. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of that. Uh, By the way, flashing back good. to the very beginning real quickly. When I started watching this movie, I watched rewatched it today. Mm-hmm. And when I was rewatching it, my kids were having snack time. And they were each getting milk as part of their yeah. snack. And one of my kids, I don't remember which one of it was, my yeah. oldest or my youngest son was complaining for a moment. And I pointed to the screen when Rocket goes in and gets that milk out of the refrigerator. I said, Rocket's drinking his. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, see what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if that was milk. <laughs> well, it looked like milk, okay? But, but it wasn't green know. or blue like it should be. Which, uh, by the way, my kid really likes the blue and the green milk. Do you drink a milk with ice? No, no only drink cold. Only communists drink it with ice. Well, sign me up, comrade. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I never drink milk. So, sorry, Russia. You're going to have to... You're not going to get all this jelly. I do uh, know but, someone who drinks no, it with milk. But if I disgusting. do drink milk, I drink it with ice. No, that's disgusting. You know that's what? Disgusting. I used to really like milk, and you know what ruined it for me? Casey, you remember milk? this. <laughs> no, no. What ruined it for I me like was, was school lunches when they put it in those plastic pouches. Yeah, Eric, how was your school lunch what? milk? Plastic pouch milk? I yeah. Mean, you know what milk. made yeah. you know what happened when you put it in plastic pouch? Uh, it goes bad real quick. Mm. Ruined it for me. You should tell that to Canada. And I don't and I don't and milk. I don't do I don't really like chocolate milk. What? Yeah, what Eric, is this is this is um right this there, is that, how that, no, this where is that? Right there. Our... That, yeah. That was no. exactly yeah. Yes. That's exactly how we right, got folks, milk. We're looking at this little square pouch. It looks like a breast implant. Look up, yeah, look up, and you um, gotta poke it with a straw. You can imagine get like, that, but you imagine if that was the white milk, it, it goes sour so quickly. It ruined it for me in school. Like I think it was I only school. drank the in Canada. They just get taste. bagged milk. Look, that's the other picture right there, where it's like they have pictures designed for bagged milk. Oh, yeah, which no. what are you talking about? The blue one right below, two over from this? the one you're on. No, to the left. This. No, right this is making for a great pod. Go down <laughs> one. Yeah, I know they can't see this. Yeah, that one bagged milk. Oh. Well, that's weird. You got to drink that. They, that stuff does not last long, even in that clear bag. I think it's it's something about the clear bag. It, I thought you. Were, I thought it was going to be something oils. more like a Capri Sun. I was like, oh, no, no. It looks like a breast <laughs> implant, and it's just. Well, it would be better if it was like in a non-clear bag. 
I don't know. It seems like a mess bag. waiting to happen. Like there must have been milk everywhere. It was. There was. You you had to oh, learn yeah. how to do it. Like it was a technique. You had to to do it. it was I somebody, like the chocolate. Somebody thought, somebody thought they were shaving money doing this. I know yeah. that's why they did it. Oh, somebody yeah. thought this was a great way to save money. Well, like, have you seen the price of cardboard lately? <laughs> the chocolate milk tasted like a. From what I remember, it tasted like a um, Wendy's um, frosty. Oh fuck yeah. Sounds but, delicious. And that's a trip yeah. down memory lane to the 1990s, folks. Yeah. The um so the movie ends, we get our dance sequence. Um Peter goes home, then we get our end tag, um where we meet the new Guardians and James Gunn has said he would like to see the Guardians continue with this new team and it is Rocket leading them, Groot um as a weird kaiju no, monster thing. Is, I don't know. That is no, that is actually Groot as he was originally first appeared in I, the comic uh, books as a monster. That's how he looked. Uh, I know I it's how he looked, but I I'm like, it's back. just, it's Isn't just he a weird celestial they, or something like that. Like, a, no, a, he's a, just a group, just a group. Um, Adam Warlock on the team, Craglin on the team, Cosmo, and the little girl, which I don't remember her name, but she is a Captain Marvel. Really? In the comics, she's older. They've just younged her down. And actually, when that scene where they're running, if you look at her, her fists are glowing, doing the Captain Marvel glow. Oh. I didn't see that. I was not paying attention. I didn't catch. The I was position. distracted by the uh, the arrow. I think I didn't catch the. Uh, right okay. I didn't catch it until this time. The the glowing hands. Um, let's see if it, if this, I don't know if this will pull up an image of them running. It probably won't. Oh yeah, here we go. Oh, it's not oh, doing yeah, a great. It's not I doing see. a great shot, but you can you can see a little bit of it of the glowy fist. But anyway, um, yeah, so. There you go. Cool. Then um, tag two is Peter eating with his granddad. And it just says the legendary Star-Lord will return. Which I was definitely wondering because when he's like I, I made the joke. I was watching with my family when he's like, alright, I'm breaking up. I'm leaving the gang type thing. That that mm-hmm. speech. I was like my contract's over. <laughs> Everyone was like he's done. He's not yeah. coming back anymore. And then all of a sudden we get this and we're like, wait a minute. he He is coming back. That's uh, cool. I'm I'm wondering the same thing. So Dynasty? a lot of people, or I don't know what it'll be now. I think he's coming back as Garfield. <laughs> he's gonna be in Deadpool three. Deadpool. That would be funny if he that might. was it. He might. He is on Earth now. If oh, that'll be so much fun. Um, all right. Well, there we go. That is our movies. So next week, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we are going to talk to you about Eric's favorite Marvel project, Secret Invasion. And then we will talk about oh, mine and John's, the Marvels. The Mar- Eric, I saw a Modoc figure today. I'm just going to say that out loud. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm <laughs> was it like a good Pat Oswald one or was it like Ant-Man it was and the Lost? It was a com- comic book accurate. Uh, that's probably better than, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll do Secret Invasion in the Marvels next week. Um, and then we might do, if we can find the time, we will maybe try to do a little bit of um, what if, a special little what if mini-sode, um, if we can find the time. If not, then you'll get it um, right after get the it when you get it. <laughs> but when we do it, it'll just be a small little mini-sode, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just going to tell you up front. Be a small mini so Kind of like the what ifs are. Kind of like the what ifs. But um, Secret Invasion of the Marvel. Well, Secret Invasion can be found on the Disney Plus. 
the Marvels may or may not be on Disney Plus by then. I'm still hoping, holding out hope that they're going to stealth drop it on Christmas Day, but we'll find out in two days. February. February. You think it's February? Yeah. Well, we'll see. If it's not available on Disney Plus on Christmas Day, I apologize. Um, You'll have to go to the movie theater. So um, go see that. Or see Wonka. Either one. So watch the Marvel stuff. All right. um, Let us... um, You know, I feel like I pick on John all the time with going first on his list. So let's uh, make Eric go first. Eric, what are your final thoughts on... Uh, oh, I clicked the wrong button. What are your final thoughts on the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special? Um, so I, I mean, pull up your list. I like it. I am also trying to pull up my list and find it. Um, I like it a lot. I think it's it's fun. Um, I I think I gave it uh, four stars. Um, it mm-hmm. it it feels like a special. You know what I mean? And so in that sense, they did well because they work. Uh, but in the other sense, it, it feels obviously like it's not necessary as part of the MCU. It feels like a the Christmas episode, if you will. Uh, but it does establish a few things that get called out in three. So if you haven't seen uh, the Christmas or the holiday special by the Guardians, then you need to see that before seeing three. Uh, otherwise, there'll be a couple things that just you kind of have to roll with without knowing. Um, but otherwise, I, I liked it. Like I said, um it ends up, and this is taking into account uh, Guardians 3, which is ahead of this. I will go ahead and spoiler alert that. Um, this ends up at number 40 on my list. Um, I did enjoy it, but on the rewatch, I enjoyed it a little less. I'm not going to lie. Um, really? And it fell right behind Werewolf by Night for me. So at number 40, Werewolf by Night is now 39. Um, and it actually fell right in front of the I Am Groot uh Groot Snow Day, ironically enough, uh, maybe the most Christmassy of episodes of that one, or one of them. So, um, so yeah, it's good. It's definitely kind of in the top half of my list, but it is. You it falls down. It. It's 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 just it's not needed. It's a fun watch, but it's not needed. It is. I just looking at your list. And I know you got another one to say in just a second. Mm-hmm. You've got ninety nine things on your list. Um, Take one down, pass it around. By the end of this. You will have over a hundred Marvel movies or Marvel things you have watched. I don't know, this how, year. I, I don't know how I pulled this off. It's been I a while. I know. All right. So, um, what do you think about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three? Do you hate it as much as you do the Christmas special? I don't. This one rocks. It. It. This is my favorite of the Guardians. Um, it has one of the strongest, if not the strongest, villain in the MCU. Um. It's just, it's all around good. It's just fun. It is, it is the team working well as a team. Yeah, there's really, I, I gave it five stars. I like it. Um, and it ends up at number six for me. Nice. Um, it ends up at number six just because you have, I, I'm a big Spider-Man fan. Of course, Infinity War and Endgame still are, are reigning the top two because of their accomplishment as much as anything else um yeah guardians three it's it's great it it deserves a spot the top 10 it would be further up if you didn't have the infinity saga awesome all right john you're up do you like guardians of the galaxy holiday special more than eric Mm -hmm. i don't know i I like it's my favorite present one-off presentation i put it right in front of um werewolf by night yeah yeah (laughs) 
Wow. Wow. <laughs> And, and Guardians is up there at number eleven. It's got it's up there in front of uh, She Hulk, behind Captain America: Winter Soldier. Yeah, this one's number twenty. So twenty for holiday special. Yeah, I, I really Star enjoyed Star. it. I don't care. I don't care if it's standalone. I mean, I enjoyed the comedy duet of Mantis and Drax, and I like great. a good sometimes a good standalone. Yeah, it's a great first Christmas. Yeah, episode. no, that's fine. Yeah. I like that. Plus, it's I a great, we, but we get a great, we get a great revelation in it. We get the whole she's his sister thing, See, and we get a great feels, running joke of the Zark nuts. Down a little bit, yeah. Oh, whatever. We get a we get two <laughs> really fun That's Christmas funny. songs. I I like the songs, Eric. I'm sorry. That's right, fine. Um. All right. Well, where do I think of these movies? Um. That would be the wrong list. I want this list. Um. I got 136 things on here. Holy fuck. Um, all right, so Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special for me. I give oh, it wow. four stars. Um, I put the number I eleven. This. I want to hear this because I, it's so much fun and enjoy to watch. It's funny. Um, the characters are great. I could just put it on and just be happy watching it. It's it's a quick watch. Um, and it just it makes me smile and it makes me happy and mm-hmm. um, I really like it a lot. I four like stars. It a whole lot. Four stars. Four stars. Four stars. Right. Um, I I still like Loki season two more. I like mm-hmm. She Hulk more and all that. It's just it's a fun little special. The dynamic. It's it's like a bad buddy cop movie. Like <laughs> yeah, because they're the worst like partners, but they're both they're the so bad perfect. cop. <laughs> yeah, they're so perfect together. Um, and it's just it's just so much fun. Kevin Bacon looks like he is having the time of his life. <laughs> he definitely is having fun. Did he yeah. pay to do that? <laughs> he must have. I would have paid to do it. Um, then Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. I give it five stars. Um. It is number twelve on my list, wow. just in front of with Wakanda five forever. stars, one more star than the Guardians Holiday, and yet it falls behind it. Because I would, if I'm gonna, if you say, hey, you can watch one of these two, I'm gonna watch Guardians the Galaxy Holiday Special over Volume Three because Volume Three is gonna make me cry because mm-hmm. I'm a man, baby, and it's just very touching movie um, and sad. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into Holiday Special and leave Holiday Special smiling and happy. As you I, should with a holiday special. I know that with Guardians 3, it's going to make me sad. Um, I like it more than Wakanda Forever, and I really like Wakanda Forever. Um, but movie-wise, No Way Home is the next best movie um, on there. And I will watch that over Guardians Volume 3. So, yeah, it's good, some good stuff. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. Uh, all that said... If you want to reach out to us and ask us questions or tell us how I'm wrong on my list or tell Eric how he's right on his list with the exception of the holiday special being number 40 or telling John that Doctor Strange is not the worst movie of all, you can write us at notfunnyguys.offthereels at gmail.com and uh, let us know your thoughts, questions, comments, concerns. You can get in touch with us on the Insta at not underscore funny underscore guys underscore presents. Twitter at not funny guys pod on blue sky, the not funny guys. And I might throw up another digital code on blue sky on Christmas day. So keep an eye out, check out our blue sky and you might get a a random free movie. You can find me on Twitter at Vash underscore Maxwell letterbox at Vash Maxwell on blue sky, Casey Franklin. 
Eric can be found on Letterboxd as Eckley, E-K-L-Y, on Insta at Hot Honey underscore comics. And he's not putting anything out on Christmas Day because we're like, Eric, it's a family holiday. You cannot put out anything on that oh, day, so he won't. I put out on Christmas Day. <laughs> More information than we needed. John, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at esoteric underscore by underscore design. You can find me on Substack at esoteric by design at substack.com. And you can find me on Letterboxd at esoteric underscore Evans. Awesome. Awesome. And um, last question, Eric, this is for you. Oh, shit. What do you have for dinner tomorrow night? Is the correct answer Chinese food? Tomorrow night? Or Christmas, Christmas Eve? Eve. Christmas, Eve. Christmas Eve? I guess that would be tonight at this point, but. Well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, Chinese food actually would be perfect. Yeah. I know. I think we're doing Mexican for lunch. Oh, well, there you go. Southern Mexican right. food can't beat it. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much um, for everything. Happy holidays. Enjoy the time with your family, and um, peace out. Hey, peace out. Later, folks. Welcome back, true believers, to another exciting, thrilling, horrific, captivating episode. I'm sorry, kick you. <laughs> if you're gonna commit, commit. Jeez. Oh, I'm trying to figure out if you were doing Bob Ross or Mr. Rogers no, or Mr. Hanky. I, re I realized that it would take nine years for me to get through it. <laughs> Speed. Sorry, I was gonna do uh golly, welcome back, true believer. But then I was like, I can't. Okay, all right, all right. So I'll do it seriously this time. <laughs>